This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. and welcome to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. I'm Hannah Mooney and I'm here every week on the wonderful Free FM to yarn about the arts, which, I mean, I say it's every week, but that's basically me every second of every day. Um, Usually (laughs) I like to catch up with some local creatives and this week is no different, this episode is no different in the sense that I am ready and waiting to chat about the arts. And the guests I have today are two people who put the fun in funding... Yeah, I paused. I paused for that. Um, Adrian and Bethany from Creative Waikato and uh, the Hamilton CCS funder here. Kia ora, guys. Kia ora, Hannah. Kia ora, Hannah. Welcome back. Thanks for that beautiful introduction. Thank Fun you. And funding. That yeah. was a goodie. That yeah. was a real good one. Can we steal that? Yeah, yeah. I used it in my um, like Facebook post promoting the show on the That's the Ticket Facebook page. If you haven't liked it already, give it a like. But I used that already today. I don't know why I'm admitting it. I could have just said I came up with a joke now, but like I had to use it more than once because, you know, it's one of my best. Yeah. Bang yeah, for your buck. Day. I like it. Yeah. Bang for your buck. Related. <laughs> there you go. Um, some quick context. The reason I say welcome back is because I've had Bethany on. I can't remember what number episode. I should have done research. Back in the early days. Yeah, yonder. Yonder. Yep. And um, Adrian's been on a couple times, Yeah, I think. Yeah. And, you know, every time I have her on, I talk about how she used to host Art Space, which was another art show on Free FM. Yes, I was just mentioning that to Bethany. Did you way. not know? Yeah, I I was amazed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I learned some new things about Adrian today. Yeah. Also a bit of a um, sprinter in her past. Really? Yep. So radio yeah, we're and about running. The Olympics. Yeah, Olympic chat. <laughs> we should have a race. Um, in the past, she said. Yeah, you know, in the past. <laughs> Which is why we should have one now, because then I might win. <laughs> Everything's like a competition. Um, no, it's not. I don't know why. Um, that's cool. What did you did you do athletics? Like, yes. What 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 race did you do? Hundred meters. One hundred, two hundred, four hundred. Okay. Want a picture for four hundred? You definitely have a hundred meter vibe. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was my worst one. The four hundred. Yeah, I, I was never particularly good. I used to do the 400 one at school athletics because very few people did it, and so I could just walk, yeah. and it mm, would be fine. Tactical. Yeah. Nice. Um, anyway, to the fun stuff. Back to the arts. Yeah, to the arts. <laughs> Sport, back to arts. Um, yeah. Hey, the two, they merge. Um, so, CCS, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Absolutely. So, the Creative Communities Scheme, or CCS, Mm. is funding that we get to administer on behalf of Hamilton City Council. So the funding comes from Creative New Zealand um, and it's basically to support creative projects happening around Hamilton City. And we currently have a funding round open. 
Um, so super exciting and it closes at the end of August. So Friday, 27th of August. Okay, so you got, so you got a few days, people, to get amongst it. And actually, it's just, it's all coming back to me now. Last time I had you on the show was to talk about CCS. Exactly. For yes. the Wipar round. For the Wipar yeah. round. Yep. But now you're in on the Hamilton round. Yeah, we snapped yeah. Bethany up. Brought her over to Hamilton. I vibe that. I'm <laughs> yeah, there for it's that. Good times. It's good times. <laughs> so the rounds open open now, and it's uh, funding for creative projects. Can anyone apply? Absolutely. Yep. So individuals or groups can apply for funding. Um, so you don't need to be a Hamilton resident. Um, your project just needs to take place in Hamilton. Um, and there's three uh, main criteria that we're looking for. So you only have to meet one of these three criteria. So the first is access and participation. So creative opportunities um, for everyone to engage with and participate in cool creative projects. The second one is diversity. So supporting diverse artistic um, cultural traditions. Um, and the third is young people, so under 18-year-olds, enabling them to get involved in, in the arts and creative stuff. Um, great criteria. I yeah. know that you guys didn't set the criteria, but um, I enjoy that it's very clear. Hmm. And I think as someone trying to think of it from the point of view of someone with a creative project, it's nice to have a direction to go in when making this application as opposed to trying to head all three at once. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's great that you can just play to your strength because I'm sure there's a lot of um, projects out there who tick more than one of those boxes, if not all three. But um, I think it's really awesome that there's the opportunity to be like, nah, this is specifically, this is going to be the maximum benefit for this specific criterion. Yeah, and it's yeah. just about really making a case for your project and, mm. and why it meets that criteria. Um, yeah, we've fund all sorts of stuff. So everything from the creation of murals to music workshops, film festivals, pottery exhibitions, even the recent Beards, 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 which is uh, on your T-shirt. Thank you for doing the subtitle. I'm like, you're looking at my T-shirt, but we're on radio. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I am wearing a Beards, Beards, Beards T-shirt. It's... Um, quite a good shirt actually shout out to um hamilton print and graphic for hooking me up with this pam you were was that just a one-off hannah um is that why some of us haven't got one well oh <laughs> beards 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 the beards teaser specifically for the people involved in beards although um i hear on the grapevine that the meteor are very soon potentially launching some merch so it may not just be for me but you didn't hear that here Winky face. <laughs> you guys can all keep a secret, right? We like merch. We do. Yeah. No, there's some um, Meet Your Kids show merch is always good. Beards, beards, beards. Obviously, this shirt rocks. But um, the SS Meteor, the spaceship yeah. one, quite a few people have been rocking those, and they're nice. also a vibe. Um, can you apply to CCS to fund merch? Probably not, right? Mm, no, that would be your income stream. Yeah. So okay. in your budget... If you want to upgrade your project and you need some more money, that might be another income stream for you, just thinking about merch. Okay, this is yeah. a nice segue into things you need to include in your application. <laughs> so Bethany alluded to the fact that you need to make a case for your project and how it meets one of the three criterion, but am I correct in assuming that you also need a lit budget in there? Yes, a nice realistic budget. Yeah. That, um, and think... 
think about uh, all the things that you do need to cover for the project. Mm. Um, it's nice to see the total cost of it. And then on your income side, it might be that um, some people are offering you their services in kind or at a discounted rate. So you can put that on your income side or there's some ticket sales or merch sales. Um, or it might just be, if it is a workshop or something like that, mm. it might be that you're just offering it as widely accessible as you can. So it's just a koha. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so your budget, your criterion, you I assume you need to know you need to have your like your what sussed and your why. Like you just basically need all your info about your project. Yeah, and there's certain things you can actually apply for the funding for. Um, so those things are materials to carry out those activities or programs, mm-hmm. um, actually hiring the venue, um, so those costs and hiring equipment, that's something that can get covered as well. Um, and we're really big on paying the people involved in the project, so paying the artists for their time and their work, um, paying the people behind the scenes, paying the lighting technicians, the sound technicians, um, as well as, and this is a huge one, um, allowing funding or applying for funding for promoting and marketing your your project or your activity. So that's I can a get behind that. One. Yeah. I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, scream and shout about it and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, pay for a, a designer or, um, you know, yeah, posters. I was going to say merch, but then I was like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> we've, we've covered that. We've covered Keep merch. Up. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, so judging by what you guys are saying, you don't necessarily need to apply for funding to fund the whole project. Like if you've got a project that's already underway and you need funds for a specific a- aspect, so say, you know, you've got a film and you just need funding for um, the final editing or something like that you can you can go that specific like you can do it yeah. kind of depends on the project to be um, I feel like I gave a bad example but continue well, actually, no, you gave a really good example oh, okay thank you, you actually um, nailed it and film is probably somewhere something where it definitely does work in stages so film mm. is very much pre-production production post-production so it can fit really nicely. And we have done film particularly where it is actually just, the funding is just for the um, sound. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So to record sound that's going to be in the production process. Um, but um, generally, so there is a certain date that the project needs to start after mm. um, to allow for the assessment of the grant application. Um, but generally what we're, when we're talking about that is actually the date that the workshop takes place or the programme of activity is going to start or the production dates. So that that's the date that we're looking for because there is a lot of pre-thinking, like even yeah. applying for funding, you obviously already had to think about what the project is and to write a budget. Um, so, yeah, you've already started thinking about it. Okay. Good to know. This is handy information. Um, and I assume that if, you know, you haven't been furiously taking notes of everything that we've been saying right now, you some of the stuff you guys are talking about um, can be found elsewhere. Is there a handy online resource anywhere? Absolutely. Yeah, so jump onto our website. So www.creativewaikato.co.nz and then forward slash funding. 
there's a really handy application guide um, that you can have a look at and it um, yeah, really just talks you through the process and what you can and can't apply for funding for. And Bethany's just re- recently written a really great frequently asked questions. Oh, I love document. that. Yeah. Love a good FAQ. Yeah. Yes, very good. And but, we're also yeah. available to, to come and chat to. Um, so hit up the team at CDUB and um, we're more than happy to have a one-on-one with you and talk through your project and nut out some ideas. Yeah, you can have a one-on-one and it doesn't have to be broadcast on That's the Ticket. <laughs> you can just have it in yeah. private and, you know... I won't be yeah. there, but it'll still be fun, I'm sure. Um, okay, well, I feel like um, I've got some questions, but I might give you guys a break and myself a break for um, one of my popular segments on the show. Uh, it's called Rick's Pick. Um, so some context. I have an Uncle Rick. He's great. Killed Uncle Rick. And uh, he loves music, loves listening to radio. He's uh, listened to every episode of my show. And uh, at the outset of That's the Ticket, he's like, cool, I'm going to hook you up with a list every week you can play Rick's pick. And um, we're over a year now, and I've never missed a pick. Um, So this week, I've gone for some dire straights, because they're a mode. (laughs) Um, So here's uh, Southbound again, and this is for you, Uncle Rick.
not a bad pick this week, uh, if I don't say so myself, because it's a Rick's pick, but it's also kind of a Hannah's pick, because I pick it off the list. Um, just feel like I had to take some credit. Can't let Uncle Rick have all the glory. Um, but no, back to the um, task at hand. Uh, you're listening to Free FM 89.0, independent community media. That's the ticket with Hannah Mooney, and uh, for one show only... Uh, Bethany and Adrienne from CCS, Creative Waikato, just all the C's, all the S's. You guys are there. <laughs> this, that, I feel like that intro wasn't as good as my first one, eh, Adrienne? That was a bit touch and go there. We still put the fun into funding, though. Bring it back. Oh. Bring back the joke. <laughs> Is that the third time it's been used today now? Let's try and get six times, guys. Um <laughs> Okay, so uh, prior to that uh, Rick's pick, we were just having a yarn about CCS and um, the goodness that is the fund. Um, Apply, just going to say that now. If you've got a creative project that you're wanting to get off the ground, just apply. Um, You can find out um, more at on the Creative Waikato website. And so we've kind of glossed over what is required for the application and um, you guys probably get asked this often because um, you mentioned that people can meet with you to get kind of tips and help with your application. So now I'm going to be one of those people and asks for tips when writing an application. Go on. So, what would you, um, you know, what would you recommend? Any any kind of tips that spring to mind, or do you want me to categorise by sections? Well, I would just say that um, the first question is what is the idea mm-hmm. of the project? And that's really important. That's where you need to... By the, well, you, I like to say that by the end of reading that, the person should be really excited about what the project is. Mm. And therefore, all the questions after that just support what, you've, what you're offering up in there. So um, so you kind of need to not be too waffly, but not too brief. I'm more into pancakes anyway, <laughs> so it's fine. Um, and a good way is just to get somebody else to read it. Um, okay. To somebody who maybe doesn't know the project. Mm. And so they read it and A, can they understand what you want to do? And B, do they say, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Okay. Yeah. And are you guys... in? in Say I'm writing an application and I come to you guys for some advice and help. Are you guys people who I could be like, this is what I've got so far? Or is it better to get someone outside of the fund? No, we're good for that. Um, Yeah, so Bethany and I are the advisors for that. We don't assess the applications, Mm. so it's really good to run them by us. Um, if you're unsure. Don't leave it till the closing day, though. Give us give us a bit of time and we can yeah. run our eye over it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, once more for the back, when's the closing date for the Hamilton <laughs> round? <laughs> Friday the 27th of August at 5pm. 5pm, OK. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that springs to mind as well is you can really bring your application to life with uh, photos of examples of your work or the type of thing you're hoping the type of event you're hoping to put on. Mm-hmm. If you have any links to your Facebook page or a website that gives the assessment committee a really good understanding of you and, and what you do. Um, yeah, anything that really just, yeah, gives gives your project a bit of colour and, and yeah helps people understand what you're all about. Is there a limit to the amount of kind of, um, not accessories, oh my gosh, 
support support attachments yeah Um, supporting material that you can include with your application like could could you in theory do like a video a link to your Facebook page like photos the whole shebang yep absolutely yeah Yeah, that would be awesome yep there's no limit Um, but again you don't want too much because um, someone's got to read it that's right that's right you're up against a whole lot Um, and that's why it's so good to have everything that's really important in that first what question because mm. yeah your assessment committee uh, we're actually um, n- normally one and a half times oversubscribed wow um, so you need you do need your project to stand out yeah and so. that's uh, also with you know who's involved with it and mm. um, your timeline how organized you appear to be yeah I think um, again just heading back to the kind of key points the what it is the who's involved, the how you're going to do it and how much. And um, on the topic of how much, is there a kind of limit for how much money you can a- apply for? There actually isn't, which is crazy. Um, okay, because I feel like everyone says that there's a limit and I'm like, mm. I'm pretty sure there's not. I have never seen anything <laughs> written yeah. down. There is a limited pool of funding, of course, yeah, um, yeah. but we don't cap um, the amount you can ask for. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, most of our, our grants tend to be around the $2,000, $3,000 mm. mark for a, um, a standard project, um, but some of the bigger grants are up to $5,000. And, okay, so there's there's no limit. Is there an age limit to apply? Like, do you have to be over the age of 18? I know this is a real niche question. <laughs> I don't believe so. Because I'm just um, thinking about, I've had a few guests on the show who are, like, young and upcoming musicians, and I'm thinking this would be great, a great place to apply for funding to, like, get an EP out or yeah. anything. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hit me, Adrian. Let's go. It has to have community benefit. Okay. Um, so a concert. Yep. Would work. You can launch it at your okay. at your gig. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what the number three young people for is actually mm. for young people to actively participate. So okay. if they're driving the project, yeah. Okay. Definitely, they can mm. apply. That's a great idea. If only I was young. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back in time. <laughs> Take me back. I can't sing either, but I'm gonna do a CCS application for my gig now. I have to do it. Maybe I'll do a comedy gig. Would that count? Would that be eligible? You can do a comedy gig, yeah. Okay. You just can't reuse the same jokes at well, your comedy gig. That's not very funding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't we're, good. Are we up to number four now? I think we're up to I've killed a joke in the space of almost 30 minutes. So, <laughs> sell five. Um, okay. Um, any, any other kind of tips you want to give? I feel like we've kind of had a pretty solid discussion, but if there's anything we've I've kind of missed in my interrogation of you two, mm. speak now or forever, hold your peace. Um, yeah. The other uh, few points, I guess, are that the event must take place within Hamilton city boundaries. Oh, true. Yep. Um, so got to got to take place here. Um, but you don't have to be from here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be a resident of Hamilton. Um, it could be a touring show, and you're looking at um, bringing your show to several towns in New Zealand, mm. and you want to bring it to Hamilton too. Um, you also must complete your project or your event within. 12 months of that funding being approved. Okay, yep. Um, that seems fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll allow it. <laughs> You'll let that one slide. So yeah. we do fund um, 
uh, quite often we'll fund rehearsal periods for cultural groups mm-hmm. um, and often they're working they then they then they perform within lots of different cultural activities yeah, yeah. or uh, community events, events and, and stuff, stuff. Yeah. exactly yeah so we we do provide funding for those groups to come together mm-hmm. and have their weekly rehearsals often in venue hire and that support that's a good one venue hire good category to include in your budget folks um, okay. Uh, anything else on your list? Ooh. Anything else As come to mind, Adrian? Mm, just that it's an online application now. We don't take hard copy applications At anymore. All? No. End of an no. era. Yep. But good for the environment. Gone. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. So um, it is through the Hamilton City Council website. Uh, mm. We use their Smarty Grant system. Um, so if people have applied for funding before, they might already have a, a login. Otherwise, you do need to set that up to start your application process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, thanks, guys. Because I feel like, um, you know, funding's not necessarily that glamorous. It's, it's something that is definitely needed but often overlooked. And so I'm really glad that I was able to have you guys come on to talk about this, to give it kind of a voice outside of a spreadsheet. So, you know... I, I wish you the best of luck with um, what I assume is going to be a massive amount of applications. Certainly Thank you. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really encouraged oh, people to apply. That's what I was going to say. I mm. remember. So because our next funding round is not till February, yep. um, this is a good round to apply if you want to do anything either at the end of this year or in the first half of next year okay so Hamilton yeah, Arts so if you Festival. Want, yeah or yeah. if you want to do a program that sort of covers term one and two okay. next year this is a good funding round to come to what a good point great marketing there mate um but thanks guys I'm gonna let you go but um I'm gonna play you out with a uh song that's Form of old mate Bethany. I don't know if you remember the last time we were on That's the Ticket, uh, yes. we had a little fangirl about Nadia Reid. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I've yeah. queued up another one because nice. I remember. Oh, she's epic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, here's Heart to Ride, and I'll catch you guys later. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks. Bye.
For my old mate Bethany, who just left the studio with Adrian, it was great to have you guys on to talk about funding. The CCS Creative Community Scheme Fund is currently open. If you have a creative project that you want to get off the ground, highly recommend heading up the Creative Waikato website, website and making an application. And um, I've got another guest. I don't know why I sounded surprised. I planned this. Whoa. There's a bit delayed. We rehearsed this. Um, Kelsey Becht from Enchanted Entertainment is here. Kia ora. Kia ora. Thank you for having me. Thanks for um, mm. popping in, mate. I, I appreciate it. It's um, always a bit of a time managing multiple guests. Um, fun fact, Kelsey was temporarily locked out of the studio while I was on air, but she made it in. We Didn't take it here. personally. No. You know. Which I appreciate. I mean, I couldn't do anything about it. I was, I was like, talking. Yeah, I was trying not to stress you out by being like, hey, I know you're on the air, but can someone come let me in? She was knocking <laughs> on the window, and I'm just like, sound natural. No, not at all. But um, welcome. Yeah. Is this your first time on radio? I think so. I think um, so. It's pretty profesh. It's your, thank you. <laughs> I try. Um, it's your first time on That's the Ticket anyway. Yeah. So I'll take it. I want to claim it. I'll be like... Kelsey Beck, I was I was her first radio host. Um, this is your first interview, and so we should get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, start with 
who you are in your creative history. If you fancy giving a kind of brief history of Kelsey Beck's in the creative sphere. Right, yeah. All Saturday of the day I was born, but, you know, not really. No, so I guess growing up, I was always involved in the arts. I would take dance classes, play piano, do drama, and then ended up doing a bachelor's of arts at University of Waikato, involving theatre, English, all that fun things. But I did take a lot of breaks. Um, <laughs> I ended up moving to London to work in a West End theatre. And then I took another break to move to America to work for Disney World. You know, normal As you do. That sounds things. like everyone's um, yeah. going through. You did that, right? Experience. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> and then, you know, the day after I finished, I was like, what am I going to do now? Oh, let's go work for Disney Cruise Line. So, mm. you know, sailed the high seas around the world, or at least to Bahamas and back. Wow. That's that's three very kind of intense, like, entertainment-related things in one kind of statement. Yeah. So circling back, West End, mm-hmm. then Disneyland. Disney World. It's very okay. important. Sorry. Distinguishing then feature. Disney World, then Disney Cruise. Yeah. Wow. And, and what was the... How many years did you do these three things? Like, what was the time bracket? Two years in London... Yeah, uh, six months in Disney World, and then I think collectively a year and a half or two years on the cruise ships. I'm aging myself now, but yeah, yeah. And I just put a lot in. Wow, crikey! Which was your favorite? Oh, that that's a hard one. It's okay. No one. Um, it's just between you and I. Yeah. Um, they all did things. I think uh, Disney World is probably the most magical experience because Disney Cruise Line was a lot of work you know that's 70 hour weeks six months no days off so I can't just film that can't say that's the top one okay Um, it did get me you know a Prince Charming so that's always handy nice but also you know West End so yeah I I mean obviously I did not live any of these things but I picked the West End Mm -hmm. because you probably just got to see so much great I did actually have a ceiling fall on my head okay how did that go? Yeah, um, they don't train you for that. And um, like and safety. How, how yeah, much the, ceiling the ceiling fully collapsed um, in a performance um, one rainy December evening. And yeah, we it was pretty much like in the movies, all fire and ambulances. Oh, the and, whole shebang. Yeah, no one was, it wasn't actually that bad afterwards. At the time, it was like, what, what happened? And tragically, that was the night of our cast party. That so, is a um, shame. There was no party. I can imagine there wouldn't <laughs> that be. That was the worst bit, really. This, I wasn't expecting to be getting into this, but I'm pleasantly surprised <laughs> to be here, to be honest. What was the show? It was The Curious Incident of the Dog in oh, the Nighttime. wow. So that's why it was all like vibrations and loud yeah, noises yeah, yeah. and just shaking a very old theatre and so, never yeah. quite recovered. I was just waiting for you to say Macbeth because, <sighs> you know, the whole it's bad luck thing oh and even as i just said i looked around and then like i'm not in a theater i can say macbeth on is the this radio like a branch of theater though because it's still a performing art uh is radio performing art am i performing right now a little bit <laughs> no um let's not jinx it kelsey um, oh, you said it <laughs> yeah i know i'm just looking at the ceiling now um okay so obviously you have a kind of Reasonably long. I'm not going to say very long because I don't want to age too, but mm-hmm. too um, too much. But uh, you, you've got you've got a reasonably long history in the arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, where does Enchanted Entertainment fit into this? So back in the London days, I was also a nanny for a little while, and there was these adorable. Were you just twin Mary girls. Poppins. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> flying and all. Yeah, yeah. she bought an umbrella, guys. Yeah, but um, they had a princess party, and then two beautiful princesses walked in the door, and I'm like, I could do that. That looks easy as. <laughs> but no, more than that, it was just so magical and seeing like that experience from that side, the kids' faces lighting up and their mm. dreams coming true. I was just like, that's what I would love to do. And then when I moved back to New Zealand, it was kind of like, well, why not give it a go? And had so much amazing support from family and momager, of course, got to say that, and some and friends as well. And then that was six years ago now. So, wait, Enchanted Entertainment's been going for six years? Yeah. I mean, there was to times with Disney World and Disney Cruise that we were still running. During, yeah. I was running that from a cruise ship. I say that. Actually, I have wonderful managers too, not to put them down. They, they were running it. I was yeah. just panicking from across the oceans. That sounds fun. That sounds yeah. like a good place to panic on a boat. Mm-hmm. I know. When Spider-Man's <laughs> sick one day, you're like, I can totally help. Hang on. I got this. Oh, man. Um, okay, so Enchanted Entertainment, you've been running for six years and you guys do a lot. Like, it's not just, you don't just do, like, birthday parties, right? Mm. There's so much more. Yeah, definitely. Well, we started with just me and, like, my sister got pulled in and a couple of friends. Yeah. And now it's, there's 20 plus performers, three major cities and so many characters. And like you say, we don't just do parties. We've tried to, like, challenge ourselves creatively and branch into a lot of events. mm so, like, oh, I'm trying to think now. Just thinking about the most recent one, our Princess Balls. That was, like, the culmination of that's what I wanted to do. It took years in the making, a whole theatrical production. Yeah. COVID did some not nice things, but we made it in the end. I feel like there's been a reoccurring theme on That's the Ticket both last year and this year where people's like, yeah, I've been working on this, COVID, but then I finally got there. It really was. We've been working on that since... I mean, 2017, we had our first meeting mm. with the venue and the creative directors, and then lockdown was like less than a month before the date. So where where was this um, Princess Ball held? We've done, we've done two now. The first okay. one was at Willowbrook Park, and it was stunning. It was yeah. really like a castle venue. Magical? Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. We were just so happy to be there as well. Yeah. And then we did another one. We did a Christmas ball at... Woodlands Estate. I always get those confused because they both start with a W. I, I can understand that. I really want to do just a circuit of all the W venues. I found another one the other day and oh, I was like, like <laughs> oh, like, well, I forgot what it's called. It's in Tamahedi. It's like Woodside. And I was like, oh, I'll hit you up. Yeah. Start with a W. You're next. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So that's my next question. So is is there another one in the works? It is kind of the worst kept secret that, yeah, they, there, oh, there okay. is one in the works. And I can't say too much because it's still like very early stages, but it's going to be like, bigger than the other ones and a different kind of uh, venue possibly. But I will <laughs> just uh, leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, we can move on. Like Kelsey's like talking, I'm just looking at her, like looking at her, being like, "Keep going, keep going. It's Spill fine. The tea. Spill the tea. That's <laughs> what I want for this show." Okay, and so. Um, Enchanted Entertainment, you guys, I assume you guys are online, like websites and stuff. So if people want to like look into you guys, book you for events and stuff, fairly easy to do. Any, any kind of social media channels or anything you would like to plug? Yes. So, uh, Facebook, Enchanted Entertainment NZ, just don't forget the NZ because there's a fair few Enchanted Entertainments Mm. and website again, Enchanted Entertainment dot nz you're seeing a theme here yeah yeah <laughs> those are definitely the main ones and yeah and um is there a like are you guys uh, you mentioned that you've got quite a lot of performers but like are you guys 
always looking for performers or you're at your capacity right now? I'm just thinking a lot of creative people listen to the show. A lot of people might be like, oh, hey, I'm an actor. I can get amongst that. Yes, I know. I, I love us meeting new people and just bringing them into the Enchanted family. It is a, like a kind of high turnover just because of the people we hire. You know, there's a lot of high school students or university mm. students who then graduate and go on and leave us sadly behind. But road. No. I know, but then that helped us out because now we've got these wonderful performers who are in Auckland who are still with us and who are in Christchurch who are still with us. Oh, there's a plug. So we're also in you know, Hamilton, Auckland, Christchurch, and we cover the Bay of Plenty as well. I mean, weird flicks, but okay. <laughs> no, well done. That's um, great work. Yeah. How does that work? It's just I again, mean, obviously the amazing it team. Like, I'm going to plug, um, let's see, Viola here. So Viola joined us when she was a little 15-year-old and now she's off in her second year of university and when she moved up to Auckland, she said she'd love to continue and we thought, oh, well, let's see what we can do up there. Crikey. Well, I mean, I, I keep saying well done, but <laughs> it's it's just really cool when I have people on the show who start in Hamilton mm. and then kind of reach out because uh, I feel like, Hamilton gets a, well, it used to get a bad rap being like nothing happens in Hamilton, it's mm. not cool, but as we all know, our creative scene is like massive and yeah. there are so many talented people in the city who come out of the city and it's just awesome to talk to someone who's part of facilitating those journeys for people. Yeah, I think we're the only ones who have the Princess Balls, so, you know, we've got that going for us. Yeah, you've you got to keep that ball rolling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and... When In regards to the parties and stuff, what do you guys actually do? I know this is a really broad question, but, like, what does it... If, if I was having some people from Enchanted Entertainment at my birthday party, what could I expect? So we take care of all the entertainment just in the hopes that the parents can sit back, relax, and just have a chat with their friends or just experience the magic as well. Mm. So we have a variety of games, activities, all sorts of fun things, and just for, you know, an hour of the party... The kids get to see their favourite character come to life and then just do all sorts of fun games with them. And you guys have quite a few characters, right? Yeah. Are, are there any you would like to plug? Like, who's who's the most popular? What's the most kind of popular theme? I mean, it's all Frozen. <laughs> it's, it's 99% Frozen. Yeah, maybe not that high. You know, Frozen superheroes. We've got wizards, fairies, pirates. We just started doing jungle and dinosaur parties. That's that's new experience. How does how did where do you keep the dinosaurs? <laughs> Actually, we did get some feedback from one party. I was like, oh, they did so well. I did think it was going to be a real dinosaur, though, and I was like, whoa, how would I pull that off? What what? Like, there's still time. I'm just saying, you you know, you can get a dinosaur together. That's Surely. my request. Is that, yeah, for you. Are you auditioning? To be a dinosaur? Yeah. Uh, well, no. Nah, if I, I would like to have a dinosaur party because I'm oh, actually okay. a dinosaur enthusiast mm. enthusiast love jurassic park i just watched that and it was so sad though the one where all the dinosaurs were dying it's <laughs> very spoilers guys i mean that was very broad like, yeah I, I mean yeah i didn't say which one as well yeah. okay maybe i'll have you i'll have to have you back on the show and we can do a jurassic park special and yeah. just talk about all the movies in the broadest and all the ones that die way possible <laughs> okay and so frozen um how does that work? Because obviously we don't have snow. 
No, we don't. Um, but, you know, they're from Arendelle where there is the snow. I guess the okay. biggest question, though, is or statement is, oh, Elsa, use your powers. And it's just being like, oh, the parents won't let me. And the parents, like, shake their heads. Oh, yeah, sorry. They're normally on the same page. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I oh, see. I didn't even think of that. And see, kids are the best and toughest audience. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a good job, they will let you know about it. But if you're not towing the line, then they're the harshest critics. Would you oh, agree? Yes, I think the... The hardest one was, Belle, you're not real because your shoes aren't right. And I was like, you don't even see her shoes in the movie. <laughs> How would they know? Yeah, she's wearing a ball gown. Were Why are you sh- even seeing my shoes? Were the shoes actually not right, though? Asking I mean, for a mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. I assume they were yellow in the movie, and I think they were good. But they were beautiful. They were like beautiful white heels with, like, a sparkly little thing on them. See, I still remember because it still hurts. <laughs> oh, Okay. How many years ago was this? That was like year one, mate. That really? Was, that was like five years ago when it's still fresh. Okay, well, I'm going to take quote Elsa and say, let it go. No. Oh, man, that joke. You no. just walked into that joke. No. Okay. I take it all back. Um, so we've touched briefly on that there may or may not be another Enchanted Entertainment ball coming mm-hmm. up. Watch the space. Worst kept Hamilton secret, I've heard. Yeah. But um, outside of en- Enchanted Entertainment, do you have anything else coming up creatively? I've kind of been in show retirement since I think it was Mary Poppins, like mm. back at Claudlin's Arena. But yeah. it's magical though because I still um, do a bit of work with Claudlin's at the moment. So yeah, it's yeah. like seeing that space again. But now I'm waiting for the right show to come out of retirement for because, you know, weekend rehearsals and princess parties aren't best friends. No, I can imagine they're not. You know, a lot of I lose half my team on Sundays because they're in every single show. I mean, I'm I'm gonna also apologise as someone who produced a musical this year. Mm-hmm. Probably took some of your yeah yeah yeah. Sundays are just a dark day. They're a great day for <laughs> rehearsals, though. Also a great day for princess parties. I can imagine. Yeah. So just combine the two. Instead of well, I did. That's what the balls are. <laughs> no, no, no. But instead of like, if you've got. Um, people, instead of going as the characters requested for the party, they just show up as the character who they're playing in the show that they're rehearsing for? Or in reverse, I did come to Mary Poppins, like, pack in as Princess Anna, and then Elsa was with me too, because she was in the wardrobe team. Um, so we're just walking around doing our venue tour as the Frozen Princesses. I mean, like, I vibe that. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. Because I worked on that show. Yeah. But I, I pretty memorable experience. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, oh yeah, it's Kelsey. This makes <laughs> sense, you know. The princess. It's, yeah, it's my label. Like, I feel like if you were dressed as a princess right now, I probably wouldn't bat an eyelid. Oh. I'm like, oh, this is on brand. You know, should have done that. Yeah, next time. Yeah. So that everyone listening can see you for the Jurassic Park. <laughs> for the episode. Jurassic Park special, you can come as Princesses Laura Dern. Dinosaurs. Princess dinosaurs. Yeah, it's actually been like kind of requested before really as a joke but i was like that's actually amazing okay well if it happens then <laughs> you need we, we got to do it now yeah we've talked about it too much but um time really has flown when you're mm-hmm. talking about princess parties mm-hmm. so um on behalf of the that's the ticket team which is smaller than your team because it's just <laughs> me um thanks for coming on mate i really appreciate it um, it's always good to yarn, and I feel like it's been great to um, have your perspective on the show because usually it's all kind of event-based, so it's really nice to talk to someone who doesn't just do, like, events. Oh, I mean, you sort of do events, but, you know. Yeah. it's I don't know. It's just an interesting perspective. You know, usually I, I just I get, like, actors and stuff, but 
you're so much more because you have your own business. You get that on, on a logo. So much so more. Much more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I get 10%. But um, I'm going to play you out with a song that I believe is on theme because it's called Enchanted. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Well, I thought about picking a Frozen song, but a oh. couple episodes I had Frozen because I had someone from the fro- like a Frozen show tour mm. on. But um, this is Enchanted by Stevie Nicks because I love Fleetwood Mac, so close enough. But um, I'll catch you later, mate. Cool. Thank you. a bit of Stevie Nicks to um, open the last kind of segment of the show. Uh, That was Enchanted, absolute banger of a track. And uh, special thanks to Kelsey Becht, who has just left the studio. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you about Enchanted Entertainment. 
And uh, now as we're reaching the end of this week's That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney, I, Hannah Mooney, am just going to plug some upcoming events. And now I feel like I say this every week, but that this is not a definitive guide because there's always so much on, so I've just picked a few. I highly recommend heading to places like Event Finder, the Creative Waikato What's On website, and the What's On Hamilton section of the Hamilton Eyesight website to get a definitive guide because there really is so much out there. But my picks for this week are Graham James Seasons Tour that's running at the Meteor Theatre on the 6th of August this Friday at 8pm. Also at the Meteor next week, August 13th to 15th, 6.30pm and 2pm is Back to Square One. That's a solo show featuring a lot of chalk. It's originally only ever been performed outside in car parks and stuff in driveways. And so this is the first time the show is going to be performed indoors. And I feel like the Meteor's black box floor is going to be the perfect canvas for some chalk. Over the bridge at Riverley Theatre... They have a fundraising masquerade ball happening on the 21st of August. Uh, The funds raised from the ticket sales for this ball are going towards their renovation. So definitely a good cause to get behind. And also, who doesn't love a cheeky masquerade? Cue uh, the song Masquerade from The Phantom of the Opera. Over at Never Project Space, friends of the show, uh, they have Strange Stains and Shoddy are playing on the 6th of August at 7pm. And then Clarence Street, this is a gig that I was so stoked to see come up. They've got uh, Troy Kingy with Delaney Davidson, Black Sea Golden Ladder Tour on the 12th of August. If you haven't listened to either Troy Kingy or Delaney Davidson, I highly recommend hitting them up on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you like to listen to music because they're some of the greatest um, talents on the New Zealand music scene. I've been Hannah Mooney. This has been another episode of That's the Ticket. And I'll catch you guys next week. Ka kite.
don't care about no government warning about that promotion of the single life of the damn fair building. Free and free, bash your own. Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.